You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back again, Eddie, for an interview podcast this time. Long time. It's been a little while between drinks, between interviews, but we've, uh, we've, we're kicking it off again, and this is one that the listeners have been uh, following and waiting with bated breath to see uh, if this was going to come to fruition, and I'm, I'm very pleased to say that it has, and uh, we welcome... Uh, Stephen O'Keefe, Sock, how you going? The king of the Narbra. <laughs> Mate, it's good, yeah. Yeah, nah. Uh, it's good to be here. Um, the last time I saw you guys, it was at the uh, comedy store. Well, I think we did run into each other at the at the Manly, that's right. at the Ma- Manly was, Legends yeah, night. Fuck yeah, that's right. It Let's was pull, there, actually. Pull your mic in a bit closer as well. Just Sorry, so yeah. yeah so make sure it, it's all gold. It's all gold that's coming out of my mouth, yeah. Um, that's right. Yeah, it was the Manly. And then you guys opened the batting for the... What was it? The great cricketer boys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. There was was a great night all round. I thought it was. You guys were heavily vaping before you had to go out and open the bat (laughs) at the back, and you were bloody. You were fucking funny. well, thank you for saying that. Yes, we were heavily vaping. Uh, I know that I was pretty nervous, so sucking as much nicotine into the belly or into the lungs as possible was the way I got through it. Well, it was. It was a lot of rapture. I mean, I didn't fucking hear anything because I was out the back smoking on doigies as well, waiting for my turn to bat at number four. But the place was thumping, and yeah. I do remember Sammy sort of coming out going, he's going to have to retire both of you because that wasn't your point. I think the, the whole idea was you guys would take the shine off the ball for yeah. us to come out and look funny. Yeah. but. The place was either half pissed or you're either funny. We'll, we'll, we'll accept the second half. Yeah, well, we'll take that. First job at it. Good yeah, effort, yeah. yeah. Um, but so just to sort of contextualise for some of the listeners who maybe don't know what happened, but so we were at the uh, we were opening for the grade cricketer and then you don't even, Steve, necessarily remember this, but it was just, it was one of the funniest moments for us and we sort of then, we talked about this on our podcast uh, like the, the week after and it was, me and Eddie were like, we were all getting on. It was like, shit, Steve's a good bloke. Steve's a great bloke. Steve's a great bloke. We we should, we should try get him on the podcast. And so then Eddie's like, well, yeah, well, I'll ask him. And I'm like, yeah, sweet. So we're standing out the back. And then Eddie's sort of, we're all chatting. And then Eddie's just sort of turned and looked at you and gone, mate, it'd be great to get you on the podcast sometime. And you've just kind of gone, yeah, nah, mate, I've said all I need to say. I started like, <laughs> yeah, I'm at laugh. I'm at laugh. I think I'm done. And I was like, okay, sweet. Like, you were nice about it, but it was also like, nah. And so, nah, bro. You can't, then, you can't knock a bloke for just being yeah, honest and just yeah. going, nah, you know what? Yeah, no, yeah, that's so cool. I just had to sort of stand there carrying on as per sort of wanting to fucking grab Tom and drag him into that fire escape and go, mate. It yeah. was hilarious. Mate. It was so funny to watch. Obviously, it was like, well, okay, that, that was yeah. fine. That's not going to happen. Alpha but, now, but fuck, I'm here. Well, fuck, well, yeah, mate, that worked. That's the thing is that uh, we Did, may have got the double Narbra, but <laughs> you just got to be persistent. So if that's the putters and dribblers out there daring to dream, okay, <laughs> yeah. you just got to yeah. keep having a crap. Yeah, 50 no's and one yes still means yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly right. Exactly Use right. that wherever you like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, have you certified that? <laughs> um, so, yes, thank you for coming in after the double Narbra, mate. We, uh, we appreciate it. Um, let's just, we want to just talk a little cricket before we can, we can get into a bit of uh, your story. We've won the Ashes. Retained. Retained, sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Eddie. And when we're recording this, we've, we're, uh, we've just had day one of the, the final test. Um, what's been your reaction to what you've seen so far in terms of Smith just being completely elite and taking the piss? Mm. Yeah, let's you know, start with you know what? Yeah, we'll start with Smudge, which is good. You know what I, I've has really frustrated me over the last like month or whatever it's been is like how grubby the media in behind it's gotten like 
it, you know, Ashes series, this has been one of the best Ashes series to watch since 2005. I would agree with that. And it's all about, like, what someone said off the ball, what some bloke said at bloody deep fine leg, you know, and when I mean deep fine leg, I mean 2005, Steve Harmison, fucking <laughs> yeah. 14 years ago, like, yeah. you're still a cheat when you lost. And it, it yes. to me, it frustrates me because it takes the gloss of all these battles within battles. Someone like Steve Smith who we're watching now is like, it would be the equivalent of like going out and watching Bradman. When he gets less than 100, it's a failure. The expectation of a country behind him, and that's never happened before. Yeah. In my in my time, ever. Maybe a player goes back to back and does well, but we've got that. Then we've got Joffre Archer, who, you know, pins him full blow in the throat. Guy misses a game, and then, you know, he comes back that battle. But instead, we're talking about this shit that happened 18 months ago, which the guys have repented, mm. you know, spent 12 months locked up in their bloody houses, and that's all we seem to just crap on about. Yeah. Oh, disrespect. Respectful Aussies, bold first last night. No, they fucking did. They it was a tactical ploy. Mm. I'd be doing the same. Get them back out there and face the same thunder from Cummins, who just seems to fucking have a radar on you know Joe Root's off stump. It's yeah. it's there's the battles. You know that's what I want to hear about. Yeah. Instead, it's Steve Smith. Oh, geez, he's being disrespectful when he lets the ball go. He's taking the piss out of the palms by. Right. Like, fucking, mate, he's just expressing himself. He's been locked in a room for fucking 18 months. Let the bloke live a bit. Let him do what he fucking wants. Yeah, I, it, that's the thing, is it's, it's easy. It's easy for the media to go there when, you know, like, what else have they got? It's lazy. Is it's, what it's lazy. It's lazy. Yeah. It's easy. Like that Harmison shit. I mean, fair income, mate. Mm. You went, He was embroiled in a, in a tampering scandal himself, like shining the ball with a mint and all that shit. Oh, you also, also bowled it to fifth slip at, to open an Ashes, mate. I don't know where the coins are. Look, we've all fucking done it. Like, that, that's the thing. And the hypocrisy of that pisses me off, uh, you know, probably the most. But, you know, with someone like Harmy, who, like, he was a great competitor. 2005, what a fucking series. You know, the, yeah. the glove off Casper and all that. You know, let's celebrate that about your Harmy. How about you appreciate what the Ashes is for how good it is instead of saying Steve Smith's going to be a cheat and going to have that for the rest of Of course he's going to fucking have that on his rap sheet. Yeah. I'm going to have, I'm a fucking drunk on my rap sheet for the rest <laughs> yeah. of my fucking time. You know, it, it happens. People make mistakes. They're forgiven. You know, we move on. Let's celebrate how good it is. But also, like, next it'll be you, Harmy, who does something that, you know, maybe you're not proud of and then you've got it on your rap sheet where yeah. it's like you're, you're better off sort of just letting yeah. shit go. Oh, I, I agree. And, I mean, as I said, like, watching it last night, you know, I, I was enthralled. I was up till three watching it, you know. Um, you know, probably, you know, kicking the dog that I don't own because we didn't, you know, bat first. Yeah. Um, but then that's another expression of, say, Tim Payne, who's a new Australian captain. We're all like, you know, he never hit 100 in, you know, test cricket, average is bullshit, but has done a fantastic job. Yeah. Mitch Marsh, who we all love to hate, mm. who I'm I'm very much bullish on the guy, like comes out and takes four for him. We're, we're backing him and yeah. we're behind him and I love seeing him do well. That's the shit that I love, you know, and it's it's been good to watch for, for many reasons and, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be up again tonight sipping on my frothy coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of Mitch coming out? Because he came out after the first day's test. He took four, uh, the first day's play, the fifth test, took four wickets. And then in the press conference was talking about how like everyone in Australia hates him. He sort of said it with a laugh on his face. But I saw that and I was like, and I mean, we've been... We've shit on Mitchell before in terms of just being like, you know, why isn't he picked? Like, you know, you're making sort of statements about the cricketer, not the person. But yeah. to see him sort of come out and say something like that, I immediately just felt bad for the bloke. I was like, fuck, I hope he doesn't really feel that, like, hate from a, oh, from no, a country. You feel it. I really? Think, I think, like, I, I, guess I, so. I think it's hard to ignore. But the thing about Mitch Marsh is he's a 
extremely talented cricketer and he's the guy that you want around every team. He is the guy that just everyone loves. He's he's your first picked in a team 11. He's a legend. And what we've wanted from him as a public is him to do well. Yeah. Yeah. And then last night, that was like, that was like you couldn't you couldn't turn away from the screen. Yeah. Like setting up Besto with twelve outies and then the big innie. It's yeah. like fuck finally you're doing what we yeah. wanted you to do. Yeah, exactly. Now go well, and get a hundred and we'll all be like, well, fuck you're the best well, cricketer of all time. I think as well as what everyone says he can do, right? So mm. like as a fucking cricketing novice, Tom and I, you hear all this shit about the Marsh boys, about how talented they are, how how good they are, are around the group. And then for one, you know, Variety of reasons they don't really show up sometimes. Like that's mm. our memory of it, mm. all the all the public's memory is that they don't show up in the big moments. Mm. So for him to turn around last night and take that four far when we were one for what eighty odd at at lunch yeah. was massive. Absolutely, and you could see it as an expression. Like when he took a wicket, I've never seen him being that animated. Yeah, and exactly. I and I love it. Like I love seeing that guy do well because he is such a he's, he is a superstar and he works so bloody hard on his game and. You know, he, he, he to his own admission, he's like, you know, I, I probably have underclubbed at test level, but mm. I keep turning up and I want to do well for Australia. And that's what we all love about him. Um, I think he endeared himself to a lot of people saying that. Absolutely. Yeah, you know I, mean? I agree. People like, Aussies like blokes that have a go, right? Mm. Like, even if you're not setting the world alight, if, you turn, if you're having a crack, mm. then you can appreciate it. And I think people forget about that a lot of the time. So when he pointed it out, I was like, you know what? Yeah, having a crack. Man. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, having a crack. Yeah. And he's like in that conference or that bloody couple of sentences alone has sort of flipped me. I'll yeah. be honest. I put my hand up. I'm fickle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, I'm the yeah, nutter. None know? for a hundred. He goes, yeah, yeah, back to back golden yeah. ducks. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, that's it. I'm backing him. Yeah, and his brother. Like, if you wanted to have a beer and sit down with two blokes, two of the nicer blokes, it'd be him and his brother uh, in that team. And you know, as I said, I, that's the thing that I love. Like, that should be the spectacle for mine. But, you know, yeah. I scroll through my phone. It's about just the shit off the ball. Yeah. It's like starting to turn into a show of, like, the fucking Kardashians. Like, you know, it's about his personality versus his personality versus he said this who played 20 years ago, you know? It's crap. That's pissing me off. But, you know, I, I've enjoyed it. We could, we should be 3 nil really. Yeah, oh, it should be 3 nil. Mm. Can you give me a sense just quickly of what, like, you say he's a great bloke around the team. Like, mm. what is that? Can you give us a sense of what that is? Is he right. just a great bloke or he, is there something else? There's, yeah, well, there's just, I don't know. It's just someone when you're around, you, you know how, like cricket you go away for a month, right? And you're in a bloody change room all day and all that. He's the sort of bloke that you just want to be around all the time. Now, there's people that piss you off, like have, you know, I'm sure I've pissed a lot of people off when I've sat in change rooms. Um, people have their, you know, their sort of things about them that frustrate you. But Mitch Marsh is that guy that's always got something positive to say. Never shit cans anyone else in the team. Um, I remember when I got back to playing for Bangladesh years ago and, you know, I'd, I'd been in trouble on the piss and probably shouldn't have played, whatever. And he was one of the first people to message me and say, mate, great to see you back playing for Australia. And it's that sort of shit you just like, mate, we love you. He just seems he does. like a ripper bloke. He does. And he hangs out with, it doesn't matter whether it's a masseuse or the media person, he'll go and have dinner with everyone and get around. It's not because he thinks that will get him somewhere. Mm. It's because that's genuinely yeah. who he is. He sees cricket as a great way to express himself, have a bit of fun, and then, you know, he's just he's just a fucking good bloke. And we all know what good blokes yeah. look like. Well, yeah. He's the same bloke. If he'd played 100 tests or one test, I yeah. think he'd still be the same bloke. And what's, a, what's you talk about sort of, 
team dynamics and, you know, obviously everyone can piss someone off or, you know, there are people you just don't gel with. What's that like in a team environment when you are away for so long? Like you've got, you know, you've got sort of like your rugby league teams or those ones where it's like, you know, they're going away to New Zealand or something for a week, but you guys do go on like sort of on quite long tours. Absolutely. How do you manage that where, you know, just from, you know, the interactions we've had with you, you don't seem like a, a wanker by any terms, but do you, do you have those in the side? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Stop that up. Um, But, you know, so how do you – do you experience things where players maybe change? So you've come up with them and then maybe they start to sort of, you know, they start getting some success and they act like arseholes. I I think guys do. They evolve with the game and it's hard not to. Like, you know, it's hard not to when when you're done well and you get so much scrutiny or you're doing poorly not to let it wear. It's the guys who just sort of are able to keep that sort of even keel throughout. They have a good day, bad day. They're still sort of that – yeah. Same bloke that would sit down, have a feed with you, or tap you on the back when you're done well, and they haven't done well. Um, and they they try to moderate it a lot now because they take they have like partner periods, so they take your family over. You know, that cricket Australia will pay for family members or your mother, whoever you want to come over and spend time with. They lots changed, I reckon, 15 years ago where they just would have said, We're "Just all blokes, right?" No shielders, yeah, yeah, you know, misses, no, no one can come in. It's about the boys. We're getting this done. We're all together. That's our mentality. Yeah. Whereas now it's about. If there's a 10-day gap, go away for four days. Like, you know, if you can bring your missus over for a month, we'll cater for them. So they try and keep it, you know, uh, as less about the cricket off the field as possible um, while still keeping the standards. And, it, you know, I think it's showing. Tip of the cap to Justin Langer and Cracker for the squads they're picked and the success they're having, um, you know, because of it. But, you know... I. Guys do change, I guess, to answer your question. Was that the question, was it? Well, yeah. sort of, you know, just sort of. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, because it's, I mean, how long would the boys have been over there for now? They had the World Cup, then they're into the Ashes. Three yeah. months? Fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. Somehow, that's, yeah. that's a big day. Yeah. That's a big That's a long day, day in the that's dirt. A long yeah. day in the dirt <laughs> I wanted to round back to something you said before, like Steve Smith, like, honestly, if he doesn't make a ton now, he's failed, right? Mm. <laughs> that is. That's a pressure. That is the most astounding thing, isn't it? Mm. Like, Tunnel, yeah. tunnel failure. Yeah, like, and that's. Can you? What you've known him for ages, right? Yeah. Was he? Did, did was there any signs of this sort of like Don two in him uh, going I, up? I, I mean, I, I would never. I, I guess I would have anticipated this because I always thought he was a superstar. But there's times I remember as 2014 we played shield. We played a shield final against WA. Pretty nervous for most of us because we haven't played on the big stage. And that's the best you'll do domestically. And he went out and he was on 25. He came back overnight and he was saying on the car on the way home, he's like, I just can't see a way that these guys are going to get me out. <laughs> oh, really? He was on 20. And he's like, I just, he's like, I'm looking at their attack. They just can't get me out. And I'm like, never in my mind, like, I don't know what's going on up here, but never in my fucking mind. If I ever said, I, I'm not getting out, it'd be the reverse. How am I getting out? Let's make it look as cool as possible or, or blow up, kick the stumps. It's the umpire's decision. But he, yeah, he went out and made 150 and it's just like, I don't know. It's like the genius mind that people have where they just see the game differently. You know, yeah. it's like fucking Neo from the matrix. We see, you know, reality. He sees a bunch of ones and zeros and like he's stopping <laughs> fucking bullets, you know, like he knows it before it comes out. What's happening? Well, that's the thing the other day, like to, you know, how he always goes across his off stump. Yeah. With Joffre Archer bowled to him and he just stayed in the same spot and just plays that super late card. I'm like, yeah, he, he knows what's going to happen before it happens. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. And, and, so just in his like, his, 
his sort of uh, when he's saying, "I just don't know how to get get they're going to get me out." That is, it doesn't sound like he's being a, a arrogant. No, anyway. it's literally just sort of him sort of analysing it yeah. in a sort of semi-autistic way, where you kind of Absolutely. like, you know, I just don't yeah, think like, that's going to happen. He's, he's see, that's right. He's and computing he's, all like of Mozart, the data. You play and music shit. to him, and he'd be like, "You'll play it back, and then play it better to you." It's like <laughs> I, I can, I know what you're doing, and how good it could possibly be, and I'm still good for it. Yeah, you know? right. And yeah, he's done it his own way, and I love it. And you know, as I said not anyone in the Australian public will have experienced the anticipation of watching like I can't wait till they get knocked over until Steve Smith walks no. hope he walks out to open you know because yeah, I'm no. like I can't get enough of it well, well, I want to watch him a new ball oh swinging it. let's see how he goes he gets a swinging ball <laughs> yeah. oh they play the left armour I mean, how does he play that when he walks across his stumps like a bloody duck and <laughs> you know bats around here yeah. like, it's going to be it's just it's just entertaining and that's what you know as I said the story should be not that he lets the ball go and nods and Taps the ball away from Bearstow, you know, in the act of competition, because that's all part of it. But the bigger picture is he's, you know, a did, freak. Can yeah. you give yeah. us a sense of his transition then from a, a leggy to the best cricketer since the best batsman since oh. the Don? Do you know hey, what I mean? Yeah, like, he just bowled leggies for shits and gigs. He just did it because, like, you know, oh, I should be bowling. I mean, like, give me, what am I doing while these guys are batting? I should bowl. <laughs> and he was pushing blokes out of the state team at 19, <laughs> bowling fucking leggies just because he just because he had the time to, you know. It was, it was unbelievable. He, I remember one game, he, it was against South Australia in a Shield game. Before he played for Australia, he took seven, seven for 90 in the second innings and 150 in the same game. And it's like, <laughs> what, like fuck, I've got three wickets all year <laughs> and 112 runs and eight. <laughs> and he's like at the SCG putting them on the members, yeah. <laughs> uh, sort of coming out with going, oh, this guy bowls like a perfect slog sweep, you know, sort of pace. And I'm like, mate, he bowls 140Ks. That's what you do to spinners. He's doing to the fast bowl, putting him on the members. And I'm like... Wow. And then, you know, we went away, I remember, in uh, uh, 2010, and he got picked as a leggy against Pakistan at Lords. Um, and, you know, he's picked as a spinner and batted eight. And I remember one of the coaches coming up and saying, like, can you have a word? You know, smudge is good. I'm like, yeah. Can you have a word to him? He's spending all his bloody time batting, and, you know, he's probably going to play the next test as a bowler. And he just, like, he just didn't give a shit. Like, he knew <laughs> in his brain that he was batting yeah, yeah. and he was going to be a great batter. And he took three for 50, next test made 80, and went from eight to six to, you know, like... Worked his way up. Yeah. Four megastar. Different level. What did you make of, and again, it's, you know, it's a little bit sort of leaning into the negativity of the uh, media coverage, but him taking the piss out of Jack Leach, which is just a bit of, like, banter, right? Oh, yeah. That's just I a bit know, of a laugh, like, right? But we were sort of saying... Didn't know what you see of Steve is sort of again just like this savant batsman, kind of softly spoken, not really you know out there. But that was kind of a funny piss take. Yeah, it was a side of him that we didn't really see. Is he a funny guy? Absolutely, and like, and that's again, that's a thing. That's another point that pisses me off. You watch that, and you're like, these guys spent five days in the dirt. They spent three months leading up for it. He spent eighteen months off, or twelve months off the field. And then he lets his hair down after, you know, probably one of the greatest displays since 2001, you know, when since we've drawn or won back the Ashes in England, puts a pair of glasses on. And you, like, you, you've earned that right. That's yeah. your privilege to go and eat with your mates, have a bit of fun. Yeah. Mm. And then you've got this goose covered or whatever. They're like, like, this is his moment to shine because he's going to take the piss out of a few blokes having the beers. Who cares who he's having a... A laugh at that's that's their time. Yeah, you have exactly. you spend all day out there in the field. That time in the sheds is yours, you know. And yeah. if it is a bit of banter, which 
Trevor Bayless has come out and said like they're not even talking about it. Then why? Like it should, yeah. shouldn't even be a I point like of how they discussion. That was Chris Rogers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like who has come up? Yeah, because yeah. someone get fucking a message because yeah, we're yeah. taking the piss. Yeah, well, Chris, Chris was on the great cricketer. And he was like, he was like, yeah, no, it was you know, it was not. Yeah. I was flattered to be thought of. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, yeah, Chris, who used to play for us, had yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that recently. Yeah, Leachy's bowled a no ball and uh, take the piss out of us hitting that one. Oh, we'll just mock Chris Rogers. <laughs> That seems appropriate. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, very good. Um, where did he get his nickname, Smug? I think it was an English thing. I think anyone with the last name Smith, I think Cameron White called him Smudge because I think that's what they call people with the last name Smith in the over, over, over in, in uh, Pomland. Yeah, I think. Go. Yeah, that's it. Uh, what else have we got for him? No, no other real nicknames. It's always been Smudge. Smudger. As far as I know, yeah. It's an absolute ripper. Yeah, Smudge. Because it, it is. It's it, like a bit of a. You know, like a paste or something, you know, sort of something that's quite all right and then not right as soon as you smudge it. That's our smudge. We love him. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, with the, we're, you know, we're currently looking to win back the Ashes. And mm. what do you, outside of smudge, he's obviously mm. had you know, arguably the greatest series since 1930, Don. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else has taken you, what else has taken you, you're right. Uh, you know, as I said, it's all about the little battles. And because, you know, I've grown up on it and I'm 35 and, you know, I used to watch cricket when there was four stations on the TV. It was like Channel 9, you watch cricket, you watch it all night. And yeah. I love the game and I still do. Um, so it's the battles within the battles. I love like how Pat Cummins has sort of announced himself. You know, I think his first 10 tests with Gordy went sort of one test in South Africa brilliant yeah, then eight tests in the middle and he did some in stuff in India and, and did really well and then he's from 10 tests onwards he's like averaging 15 with the ball which is like different gravy and the balls to knocking over Joe Root I mean how do you bowl that it's 100 it's like oh, nine, the one that got him the 90 one. miles Mate. in then like straightens up in the air and then holds and goes that way and, and just hits off stump and he's missing the top of one of his fingers. I'm like, you know, this is this is crazy. Wait, Pat's missing the top of a finger. Yeah, he's missing. I think it's his second finger. What's he's happened? Slammed in a door or something. No way. Yeah. So what, you have a look. From the, what from the the wrinkle down? Yeah, just <laughs> top, down. top knuckle. Call that a knuckle. Now, not. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knuckle down. Wrinkle <laughs> down. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, from the wrinkle down, he's missing a. <laughs> <laughs> He's missing a figure. Um, and, yeah, and I I don't know. Maybe it's playing. I mean, I don't want to inspire too many people at home. But no. we're all dribblers and whatever. They're 35, so no one's going to be putting their finger through a drop saw anytime no, soon. No. Any kids listening, yeah, just, just don't, don't steer out. away from yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> but I've loved that. Hey, like, and then I've loved how, like, how often have we seen Hazelwood... Stark, Cummins being the main three, and then you've seen, you know, Pattinson, Siddle, um, you know, et al. Like, it's been a different attack. So you've had to, Hazelwood's had to, you know, answer the question. Like, yeah. Are you good enough? Do, you know, yeah. Drop from the World Cup team. You're not playing the first two tests. Yeah, Win us a series. Been, it's been different, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I've loved how he's bounced back because that's been pretty cool. And, 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 you know, he's bowled absolute heat. Um, you know, and then Siddle, who's 35, you know, you're watching that and you're like, wow, like, it, has he got another go in him? Because everyone's backing him because he's, you know, fit and whatever. But last night, you're watching Mitch Marsh bowl 87 miles and you're like, where's Stark? Like, you know, yeah. so, um, 
Yeah, and then Travis Head being dropped. So, you know, it's it's sort of it's cool how these dynamics are, are playing out. It's been interesting for that reason. Hey, like the way they've gone about their selections has just yeah. sort of been like keeping everyone, including the fans, on their toes. Like, oh, shit. Absolutely. We're changing the bowling attack again. As, a, yeah. as like a, if you were the English team, is that sort of change of attack as much about picking bowlers in form or for the conditions as well as keeping the English batsmen like going, oh, fuck, it's changing again? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think the game now is starting to become a bit sort of money ball. Like, you remember when Steve Orr won 16 tests? Like, if someone if someone changed a team, you know, or a player in a team, it was big news. Like, you know, yeah. oh, we've got oh, Andy Bickle's coming in for a quick or Michael Casper is coming in for one of, you know, McGrath, Lee or whatever. You'll be like, shit, this is big news. Whereas now it's like a little bit horses for courses. Wicket's green. We want that control. So we're going to play Siddle. Yeah. It's a bit flatter. We're going to go for a bit of airspeed with Stark, who's going to swing it. Um, you know, Gaz hasn't bowled well. Let's maybe get some footmark Stark in. You is know. that is that so, a reflection of how strong our bowling unit is, though? Like, could yeah. you do that for batting? Like, oh, this bloke faces a swinging nut better than him, I th- for example? I think they do in a, in a bigger picture with a squad. Right. So let's just say, you know, for instance, you go on the subcontinent and, you know, your top five batters in Australia are left-handed who've scored 1,000 runs, you wouldn't go to the subcontinent with five lefties because it would just open up the door for, for, for off-spinners, you right. know? like yeah. So you you have to get – there's a balance. And I guess it, in, a, in a squad perspective, it does. And then when you look at it at the top of the order, you know, is it Warner and Bancroft, you know? Or do we go with two lefties and Uzi at three? So we've got three lefties at the top, probably can't. So Uzi, you have to make way. Uh, right. Head, you know, head or Wade. Well, Heady, you know, or Wade's got the you know, 100. So it's like – I guess they they do think about that in their top six. They don't just want necessarily the, the best, best six. Batsmen. That's right. They yeah. want the right the right six for yeah, that yeah. conditions. Yeah. Okay. Which I'm I'm you know I appreciate because um, you know that I, I guess that's the way it should be. But you know that's my opinion. Yeah. I'm not paid fucking big teams. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've got it right though. Largely, obviously, evidenced by the fact that we've retained them. You got to back it absolutely. I think that the squad's been squad's been good, and it should be three 0 really. Like, yeah, if we... barring a miracle, and miracles never happen. And nah. we, I was up and I was up and about. Tom and I were, and I was saying it can't happen statistically. It won't happen. And I was fucking. <laughs> yeah. And I was. And I you was, were fucking wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I was. I was stinging. I was stringing up mates at a, at a party, arguing with a mate of mine who he goes, "Well, mate, it, it can happen." You know, it's day three, and I'm like, fuck off, mate. You can't. These yeah. are the numbers. Yeah. This sort of shit side can't Doesn't... chase all that yeah. shit. Anyway, I went to I was, bed. Yeah, yeah I, was I, was, like... I was proven wrong, right? I woke yeah. up and they. They let them in. Yeah. Jack Leach won a test match, apparently. (laughs) That's one of those moments, though, where literally when you wake up, you sort of, you're like, wait, you're going to like scratch your eyes. Yeah, what? You looked into it more, and there was 70 runs stand for the last wicket. You're like, oh, bruh. Yeah. That was, yeah, 70. And and you watch the first, because I actually hadn't watched it, and you watch the first couple of overs that, and he's trying to reverse sweep line. He's just like getting a bit of glove in front, and you're like, this is just happening. Mm. And then, you know. Test cricket, though. Yeah, and to see the way the pains changed his mentality, right? Because, you know, four balls down, he kept them out and only brought him in the last ball. Then last night when Butler's in, he's bringing everyone in on the fourth ball going, if you want to take it on, take it on. So he's not giving the easy single and letting have yeah. one ball. He's like, well, I'll sacrifice two balls out of the over. So, yeah. you know, that's you know yeah. that's the shit that sort of gets me off, you know, like watching that. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, watching how that. It's, how it's changed from series to series. You, yeah. you, uh, have, you, have you liked pain? I, you know what? Series? Yeah, since he's essentially filled look, in for smart. You know what? I, I, I get everyone's perspective on how he's like, um, you know, he's the Stephen Bradbury, you know, falling into the, you know, that role, and, um, you know, 
as a player, you'd be like, fuck, that's that's frustrating, you know, to earn that right to get there. But what he's done since, so if I just cut it off there, what he's done since, I think is nothing short of remarkable, really. Yeah. Like, it's it's amazing. Mm. He's still averaged 30 plus at, at seven or eight as a batter, which you'd take, yep. right? It's not the big scores, but it's there's some it. handy contributions. His glove work's been bloody brilliant I think yep. everyone's waiting for him to drop one or whatever and when he does it's like oh I told you so but I yeah. think to Gaza in particular I can't remember him missing one like you know maybe maybe the odd one here and there and then with his captaincy decisions barring the Stokes thing has always been very good like yeah. he's a leader he's 34 he's great he, he's comfortable in his own he's skin he's got alpha in him yeah that's exactly right he does and yeah and I think the guys around the group respect him and you know what I'm I'm you know, I'm pretty proud of the way that he's. I don't know him that well. You know, he's my age, but I'm pretty proud of the way that he's he's done. What yeah. have I yeah. picked him two years ago? He probably wouldn't have fucking picked himself. But yeah, the way that he's handled himself and done well has been good. Saying that, like when Smudger gets back, I, I think you know, there's no. You think that's the right? Oh, call? absolutely. Yeah. But do you think it's the right call as soon as Smudge is eligible, or do you go if Tim's still in good enough form? Or do you think they do you think Carey or someone is warranting oh. would warrant being in there over Tim if it weren't for the fact that we yeah. need a captain? It's a big call, hey. So I, I I to see how Tim's go. If Tim's doing well, like if he's playing well, he's leading the team well, then you know, there's there's a reason he can stay. I just think the best cricketing brain that I've ever played with and known is Smudge. So let's not waste it. Let's let's give yeah. him the rate. If he's allowed to have it and you know the board permitting, give it to him because it's a waste if he doesn't. As I said, he sees well, we're chatting yeah. about like, he sees the game three balls before it's fucking happening, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. ridiculous. But he does that in a mental capacity when you know guys are bowling or orders or whatever he wants to do. He yeah. just. Do yeah. you think that we would have got into the trouble we did get into if he was a stronger leader? And I say that with like the, the most, utmost respect, respect yeah, because yeah. I'm talking to. Fucking the second coming of the dawn, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> smudge I'm talking about. So I'm not I'm not meaning to like take the piss. Yeah. I'm just saying that like from where I'm sitting, and I don't know him from a bar mm. of soap, is that he doesn't seem or come across as like a strong leader of men, right? Like yeah. a, like an Alan Border, like a Ricky Ponning. I th- I think there's I mean it's different, right? Leadership you can convey like you can go out and just hit hundreds like he does every week and everyone's in awe of you. Yeah. And I think most of the batters in that group are. Um strong leader of men, I'm gonna say, yeah, he always instilled belief in the other ten blokes that are around him. Yeah. Like I don't know. We won't know what went on in that change room with those guys. Like we can all speculate. Yeah. We can all pretend that we all knew. We can all pretend that there was this conversation of Steve going, oh, I knew I don't know. And only those three guys will know. But one thing I do know which reeks of leadership is the way that they handled it at the end by just going, fuck it, right, I'm just going to wear this, take this for the team, and there's three of them. So those guys put their hand up, took it a for fall. the team, got yeah. on with it. Well, that's leadership. Yeah. That's right. And, yeah, I, yeah, that's, and that's, I think, in my in that regard, I think he's an outstanding leader who's grown into his boots. The way he's handled the last 12 months, he came out and played at Manly, like smacked them around the park, then came out, signed autographs for two hours, Yeah, took our third grade and fifth grade team out for dinner and did he really yeah yeah and they just oh, answer cool. quick like he's he's just he's he's you know, class and I'd say that about everyone in that team you know I think they're all good leaders uh, Smith's just the best <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, fair enough um 
Mate, that. yeah, love that. I, I like it. And you know what? That's you know what? Oh, that's what I needed to hear. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I needed yeah. to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that it's, it's a good way of looking at it in terms of... It's a great way of looking at it. Th- taking the fall is, is leadership. is more leadership than you could ask for someone in terms of oh, yeah. what and the I, fallout was. And I think all, like, in my opinion, all three of them have done that. Like, they, yeah. like Dan Warner, I, I've got nothing but respect for all of them. In, in, in the way that they've handled it, um, you know, might yeah. be on my own there. No, I think that's fair. I think, we're, again, we're certainly far more harsh on Warner because he is being painted as the chief architect and just because of the way it all sort of transpired and, you know, maybe we haven't had... The public haven't had sort of the responses they wanted, but... The closure. The closure. Yeah. But also, I think there's... I mean, we're certainly like, fucking who cares? Cricket's back on. Like, we're over it. Yeah, that's right. Like, you know, But it is quite a... It's quite a, t- a price to pay that sort of... That huge public sort of well, mate, fallout like, that they had to go through. You are walking out your front door. Right. right? And, like, and, and at the end of the day, it is just cricket. Even though what it is is fucked up. Yeah. But you're like... It'd be hard to sort of be like... I mean, it is just fucking cricket at that's the end right. of the day. And we've got to go through all this shit yeah. for something that is done quite... Well, what what was the what was the ICC band? <laughs> <laughs> what was the ICC band? Mate, it was a test. They used to call me Angle Grinder Sock. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, uh, um, take us back to your, your younger days. When did you know you wanted to spin the ball? Fuck, I, I've known for a long time that I've wanted to spin it. <laughs> 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 that, I, haven't, I haven't lost that fucking dream. Uh, I think the appropriate question is when did you realise you couldn't, but you can still get it done? <laughs> yeah. And that was, uh, yeah, that was probably early, mid 20s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. So, yeah, no, look, I started bowling spin when I stopped growing at 14. You know, I used to bowl, open the bowl and bowl medium pace. And fuck it, like, it, it, was, it was good fun, but then everyone got a bit bigger and then I went, right, I'm just going to... Oh, I'm just going to basically do the same thing, but around the wicket, yeah. you know, and not spin them, fucking angle them in, and and that was that's been that's been it for ten years or, or fifteen years, yeah. So what was it like? It's I'm always find it quite interesting the mentality of people like of athletes that sort of get to achieve the the highest sort of the pinnacle of the game. Mm. Were you? single-minded maybe not to a sort of steve smith you know yeah. intensity but sort of a yeah. single-minded like did you have that goal and the drive and that was all you wanted to do it's, yeah it's a it's a fine line isn't it between sort of obsession and insanity you know, when it <laughs> yes. comes to doing what you're doing right yeah. and, I, and i i think i've i i i towed the line there on both um with with the way that i trained and played um but you know i I think, and you know, I learned at 23, I went up to the academy up north and I was sort of a bits and pieces player, batter who like wasn't probably, wasn't good enough to be honest and a bowler who wasn't good enough. And yeah, we used to have a guy, Terry Jenner, who I remember talking about the great cricketer night, who was, who was Shane Warne's coach and he would stand behind you when I bowled and he would just like fucking yell out insults as you let the ball go, like, blah, blah, and so that's bullshit, that's a pie and all this. And, you know, that would be as the ball's midway through the air. I'd be like, fucking old TJ, like it hasn't fucking landed yet. Give it a chance to do something. And after about sort of two months of that, I was like, fuck it. You know, I can't spin it. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm an average batter. I know what's going around the country at the moment. I'm average. I'm just going to own what I got, which is like fucking left arm around the wicket, in swingers, you know, and blow blokes front pads off. And I just, 
I just owned it from then on. I was just like, I don't care what you think, how it looks. I know it's ugly. I don't watch it. But if I can do a job for a team, get wickets yeah. and maybe outthink a guy, that was that was basically how I viewed the game. And, you know, I, I still do. I still yeah. think that way, you know. And it's nice in a way because I don't have to bowl the perfect ball because no one – I can't bowl it. No one's expecting it, really. People shit care me when I get picked, <laughs> you know, and that's fine. I I, I, I sort of embrace it, whereas it's a bit of a feather in the cap. I'm like, all right, well – Did that take some time to get to that point? In yeah. terms of, like, getting to well, the point where you go, yeah. like, fuck Mid-20s, mid yeah. Right. So, like, five years I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to grow taller. I'm trying to bowl over the top <laughs> like Gazzy. And I, I remember when Gaz first up to the turned up to the academy who was just really green, you know, um, working at, uh, as a greensman, funnily enough, and bowling offies, and he's just bowled this perfect ball out of his hand without even thinking about it. And you're like, fuck, he's already got more than what I've got. You know, I've been, I've been stressing over this shit for years, and he's just got it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, yeah, it wasn't until you sort of get a bit more comfortable in your skin, mid 20s, where I was just like, well, I can't, I, there's nothing, I've tried everything here. Yeah. You know, what, what's the relationship like then with Gaz in that moment, uh, like where you're both in this academy? Is it a friendly rivalry, healthy rivalry, or is there a bit, where you could, you you're sort of like fuck this bloke. You know what? I yeah, uh, yeah. There's a bit like fuck this bloke. Where it was when he's yeah he played four games and then just leapfrogs you into the test team. Yeah, he's like fucking get yeah, the yeah. No, because he came out of fucking no. He did, yeah. and and and, and it, to be honest, it hasn't been like that. I've. I think most people when they've watched him bowl and one of Greg Chappell's good selections early on was to pick him. He went away in a Zimbabwe A tour. Uh, he played in the one days, wasn't picked in the four day team. Jason Crazy was picked in the four day team, which was the Australian A team. Crazy didn't bowl so well. So they picked uh, Nathan out of a one day team to play test cricket yeah. based on how good he looks. And, you know, he went out and took five for, you know, Kumar when you, say, when you say looks, what do you mean? Not just, physically, just the way he bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, mate. I do love that as he well. Does well he does pretty well for himself, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like you know, it it just is there something about the way he bowls that yeah. like they instantly let us go. That bloke's got it. Yeah. So it's like is it he, revs on the ball? Is it is it release? Is it his flight? What is it? Oh, it's all of that. All yeah, of that. Right, that's right. it. That's so you're it. just watching. You're like shit. Like that's just. How did you do that? And then he just like had the bat, had the shape, you know, come up the back of the ball, right over the top, would hit the seam, mm. had basically everything that I fucking don't. How <laughs> 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 that I think about it? Spin, bounce, pace, and drop. <laughs> um, and it was just like, you know, you just knew he was good. He went away on that Aussie A tour against uh, South Africa A and Zimbabwe A in Zimbabwe, and he just blitzed it, owned it. He played maybe two T20s, three or four four-day games and everyone just knew right he's got the potential and then I think he was really well managed at that stage when he played for Australia through Michael Clark who, who sort of bowled him at the right times bowled him at the tail built up the confidence in him yeah. and now he's got 360 wigets yep Fuck, he's got, he's got to get 700. Like, well, he's third all time, and he will be second all time, really. Yeah, he's, he's, he's there. He's there. He's, he's going to get there. And I love the bloke. He's always the first person to message me when I do well. Right, back so to he's me a when good I play dude. With oh, absolute legend. And I couldn't be happy for him. And I know I'm not as good as him. And I he is the number one. And he's the number one by a fucking long way in the yeah. country. Um, so, yeah, I'm well, happy just, for him. Just on, guys, he obviously sings the song. Is like, and it was handed out by mm, Hussey. Hussey is yeah. that is that like a big, big deal in the test side? Well, I, I wouldn't know because I'm fucking never there. <laughs> well, mate, <laughs> but it is. But it you is. You know what? You've played nine, nine. Yeah, yeah, nine. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. so there you go. Yeah, you know, um, there's not many blokes that played test cricket. No, it, it is, and 
he's had that for what, maybe four or five years now? When so. he was given it, it just seemed like a thing where I, at that stage in his career, it was like, oh, really? Like, yeah, sure, you know, is that the right think thing? you give it to someone who's like kind of set and forget they're going to be he here for a long be, haul. It didn't seem like he was. He used to be known as the guy that couldn't clone, close out test matches. You yeah, that? that's right. Yeah, yeah. I remember. You remember he didn't bowl out. He didn't bowl out South Africa on that day five Adelaide test. Adelaide. When Siddle like broke bowling, himself. He bowled like 700 overs. Siddle. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're hard things to come back from, you know. Like it's hard yeah. for spinners to come back from that. And but he's he's taken that and earned it. And now I think with spinners, like now that he's got three hundred sixty. Like you don't understand how much gold is in that. He every time he walks out the bat, he just like sorry bowl. He just flexes. You know, you just know there's a confidence that just is coming. Yeah, and when he goes down for a like, hundred, he's just relaxing, having a chat to the crowd because he's like, I know my time will come when yeah. I need to win a game. Yeah, I've done it. Like I've done enough yeah. for you. For, like I can, I can sort of. Yeah, look yeah. at my look at my credentials, mate. Yeah, yeah. Look at never my resume. doesn't get injured or he hasn't missed a test, has he? No. Except for well, he's an athlete. He's got an athlete. He's body. an athlete. He, he is. is. He is. <laughs> he's gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. Peak performance. He's very good. You were saying just before when you were talking about how like the way Clark used him and bowling him at the right times. What's it like if you're you feel like you're being bowled at the wrong time or like how do oh, you yeah. sort of it's handle that captain, situation captain will ruin you as a spinner can absolutely ruin your career and I've been fortunate when I started I had Simon Cudditch who was a genius um, look after me good coach Matthew Mop, who started my shield career off and if I didn't have that I had no self-belief if you didn't have that you were cooked um, so yeah it's every it's almost everything right. and I, I, I'm pretty certain Gaz would say the same that Michael Clark really sort of looked after him you know nurtured him into that position gave him that belief you know yeah. before he turned the corner he had 50 then 100 wickets and then he bowled well you didn't need to be looked after then then with eight down you know you get the ball do you want for 70 three for 70 oh it doesn't look so bad you know yeah seemed like a like a really sharp cricketing mind michael yeah. clark absolute on the field like you know it, 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 Sort of equivalent to Smudge, I think, in a way that they would see a game and lay it all, you know, sort of see it all pan out in front of them. Um, I just felt like, you know, I didn't play a lot under, you know, Clark or Smith, but I just felt like with the times when I was Smith, I just felt like I had a bit of a warm hug around me, you know, with the guys like best in the world and yep. believed I was good enough. Right. And that just took away any doubt that I had. You know, mm. if I'm playing a game and I'm like, I'm not, I'm no good, he would just sort of be like, you know, come on, chump, you know, bowl around here, we'll just set this and we'll be fine, don't worry, yeah. we'll sort it out. And that would relax you and, you know... Clark, not so much? I think there's was, was, was a little bit more, you know, I've, I'm just doing my job here. So okay. Smudge is a bit more personal, you know, it sort of look me in the eye, you know, give yeah, me a yeah. bit of a, you yeah. know, t you know, give me that warm, Interpersonal warm, skills. Warm, fuzz, yeah, tingle, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I think with Clark, it's like, right, I've picked you, you should know you're good enough and I'll, I'll help you out as much as I can, but you sort of... Is that more old school mentality? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think like he because he was sort of he's sort of maybe the bridge between the mm. sort of you know the uh, the previous era. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, as I said, it's hard for me to say. Like, fuck, I'm sitting here chatting like I've played a hundred games. I've only played a handful under each. You know, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. not it's not even. It's more than us. It's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, <laughs> I, I think Clark, Michael, from what I've heard, was very good with 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 his play, particularly his bowling group. You know, very good. Same as Smudger is. I think yeah, like old school is in real old school. I think yeah, spinners were sort of. You know, treated as a bit of a leper. You know, you're sort of like brought on. You're the step and fetch it. If the quicks couldn't get it done, then we brought a spinner on. You know, like fuck it, right? The balls, 
You know, I think they talk about in shield cricket now, 70 to 80 overs is like the, the, the graveyard shift, basically, where the, <laughs> the quicks just sort of get a bit of a relax until the 80th over and the quicks come out with a new ball. The spinner gets those overs. Just don't get hit for too many and loses the fucking game. But here's the ball. <laughs> here's your job. Jesus. And you sort of get wheeled in. And, you know, with the Jack Leach type, you know, the Sunnies, the geeky guys, the guys that left of centre that are sort of a bit awkward. and Well, Jack certainly plays that role well. Yeah, you know oh, he's I mean? so good. And I, I, the cult hero status that comes with him. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Spinners get the cult hero status. Yeah, they, they do. also get that. Yeah. Like, spinners yeah. certainly. Gaza, like we love Gaza. Warney. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, Warney was. But, like, yeah. yeah. Warney was Warney, but spinners are always, like, the team <laughs> Warnie's that. Warney's Warnie, but, like, spinners <laughs> is, is the one that, like, everyone wants to believe in the spinner doing well. And, mm. like, when a spinner goes well, everyone's like, fuck yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I everyone's mean, like, really willing to sort of. There's a lot of mystique around the spinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because no one understands him. No one understands him. But everyone has tried to. To spin, spin the it ball in the backyard, like even on turf, when it's not yeah. obviously it's not going to do anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it's I'm, it I'm going to be oh. the spinner, and so everyone's got a I, certainly in this country, everyone's got a love affair with the spinner. Yeah. I reckon. I agree. Yes. It is. It's it's a lot of it is smoke and mirrors. You know, you bowl one ball and it spins big and whatever, and then the next ball you bowl the same and it doesn't spin. And people, yeah. are like, oh, how'd you do that? Like, Snake what, charmer. What, what was in that? <laughs> yeah. And it is you're waving up What's here. What's this black and magic down here? Yeah, it's all it's all this. Bullshit, really. Um, <laughs> um, that we use to justify our existence on a cricket field with people who are six foot five and actually have real skill, you know, like bowling 150 k's and batting because anyone can bowl spin, right? Any, <laughs> the barrier to entry is certainly a little bit you easier. Can, you oh, could yeah. fucking come in and do that, but like, like if I got you to bowl, yeah, he's oh, five, he's six, I don't know, six two or he's something. Six two, he's a strapping. Like, I get lost in his eyes. I know, the, right? Yeah, the Maldives. <laughs> 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 he does well for himself as well. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, well, fantastic. He's, he's he's very settled man. Yeah, um, lovely, lovely missus. Yes. Uh, how'd you find out you were going to play for Australia? First time I got told to play for Australia. Um, I Rod Marsh rang me actually. Yeah, I played a, a, a Aussie A game in Townsville. Um, uh, Phil Hughes played actually. Matt Wade played, and we're going to Dubai. And yeah, Rod Marsh said, "Mate, you've been picking the squad." Did you see it coming? Yeah, I, I, I had a good Shield season that year. I took 40-odd wickets. It was the leading wicket taker in the Shield comp. And I'm like, if you're not fucking picking me now, this is bullshit. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gonna, what do I, I need to... I am going to start my own podcast here. <laughs> yeah. Like, just... Um, Called but, Fuck CA. Yeah, just for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bitterness and resentment. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was... Yeah, got, uh, Rob Marsh called me, uh, went away, went to Dubai, and I got picked in the first test. And then uh, drop for the second. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Yeah. who gave you your cap? Uh, Dean Jones. So when I was a kid, I, my first ever cricket bat had it was a Dean Jones bat. Um, had his signature and name on it. it. Was just a kookaburra supreme. And I was like, "Fuck, he's my hero," because that was the that Dude, was the name on the bat. That's pretty cool. That's it was. Sick. And then like twenty, like that's I was sick. like, I was like, sort of, you know, really emotional. As you had should, my, as you should um, be, right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, just. You know, it was, it was cool. It was like 45 degrees. I was sweating slash crying, but no one could sort of know there's the difference. Well, that's nice, yeah. Yeah, then we lost the toss and we had to bowl and then we were in the dirt for about three days. And uh, you know, I think it took me 45 weeks to get it, 45 overs to get it my first weekend. So yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I did, yeah. Some bloke 
I don't know. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. Well, well my first T20 wicket, uh, those blokes, it was Salmon Butt who spent time in prison for <laughs> match-fixing. So. <laughs> so we're not exactly sure of the legitimacy of those ones. So I don't know. Hey, they're on the record. <laughs> What's it like, and not to sort of sound sort of cheesy or, you know, overindulgent, but to actually, for, for two people that will never achieve the dreams that they had when mm. they were young boys. <laughs> 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 but what's that sort of like? Is there? A, it must be a huge sense of, it must be like a fucking satisfying moment. You know, I, I think it's I think it's more so after the fact. I don't think in the moment you, you do, you're not like, fuck, this is like, I've done it. You're a bit yeah. like, now, Shit, let's not fuck this, this up. the culmination of my life's work. Yeah, I'm yeah. not like just high-fiving everyone on there because we've lost a toss with bowling day one in Dubai. <laughs> and I'm like, I've got a job to do here. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. this is almost impossible. I've got Eunice Khan, Miss Balal Huck, um, all these guys who have averaged 50 in test cricket for 100 tests. And I'm spitting out these non-spinning left-arm junk that these guys have seen for like, you know, in the streets in Pakistan, let alone at test yeah. level. Like, you know, they've got this covered. Um, so yeah, you know, and then but then when you sit back and you have a think about it, you're like, that's I, I've I owe everything to cricket. You know, I'm like, that was unreal. Played for Australia, never would have ever thought I'd get to that level, and play. You know, Mitch Johnson was in the team, Phil Hughes was there. You know, Chris Rogers, Brad Haddon, um, and I was like, I, I sort of felt like I, I no right out here. Like I I was at bat pad for the first over, and I'm like. I, what, like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Stadium was empty, so I was like, it's almost like you're just walking out with your mates. But I was like, felt like I had no right being out there, to be to be brutally honest. Um, and then, you know, as I said, 150 overs in, I didn't want to fucking be out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it, it's cool. And then, you know, it, it, it sort of plays out. I get to play another eight times. And, you know, just extremely fortunate for that. And, um, you know, I... It's more than what I could have got out of me. A lot of people, and when I have a couple of scoops and, you know, get the soup mouth on, I'm like, fuck, I should have played 50 tests. Jesus, you know, Gazzle Bowl, cut you. And I'm like, told you, shit, told you, can't bowl. But then I'm like, you know, I really feel like I've ringed it, you know, rung the rung the towel dry and what I got and, and been able to play. So, I'm, I'm, you know. Do you ever play a test at home? Ever. I played two in Sydney. Yep. Against the West Indies, we and that's uh, that's a home test for you. you oh, mate, it's Sydney boy, right? That's fucking yeah. unbelievable. No, like fuck, no, that's like honestly, dream, like as SCG I said, is the best. You ever walk in the in the, in the bloody world? You, you blokes walked out at the Manly yes. Oval, Oval. Yes. with so we can relate with, yeah, the, yeah. with the with the fast players, <laughs> yeah. and you were like fucking eye bobbing. You could you could see me, I could see you, and it was all of those, and you were like these. Yeah. That's how I felt when I was playing Test cricket. Like honestly, I just felt like fucking hell. Like how good is this to be out here amongst people, some of the greats? And I was just, and that's that literally how I felt every time I've. I've played the game. I remember hearing the great Sachin Tendulkar say that he, the SCG was his favourite ground away from India because mm. they always they always wheeled out the best food. Can mm. you confirm or deny? No, it's absolute deny. It's not the best. It's not the best. The MCG definitely has the best food. And South Australia at Adelaide Oval, you get plum plum chicken, which is just oh, chicken shit. sneeties in a bit of plum sauce. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they've fucked it up these days because you're meant to be an athlete, so it's all like, you know, here's Talk a... Talk me through... 
the lunchtime, right? Mm. So you come off. You'd say you're in the field. You've bowled mm. a couple of overs. You come mm. off for lunch. What mm. is that? What is that? Right. If you've got three far, like as a bowler, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm hoeing out on that shit, you know, and, yeah. I, and I'm all about it. I'm walking through the members, you know, sort of. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just got a mate up at the yeah. bar. I'll be back in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Beers, boys. Get the beers. <laughs> so you're, you're having a crack. Uh, if you're none for a 30 and, you know, you're getting pasted, then you just hide in your cubby. I'll maybe pull out a protein bar out of your kit bag and <laughs> Much on that. Try not to make eye contact with the coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's somewhere in between that. If you're sort of mediocre and haven't bowled, you go and load up. But I'm, I'm still the same as I've been since I was 12. I go to a family Christmas and if I eat too much, I want to have a fucking kip, you know. So yeah, you I, 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 I don't eat. Yeah, and I get too nervous. So I don't I don't eat. But the food's food's bang on. Like, yeah. it's good food. Yeah. It's far too good for us because we don't, you know, we don't eat too much of it. But You talk about sort of, you know, the... Uh, maybe the feeling of going like, fuck, I don't belong. Like when you were sort of your first mm. test, what am I doing out here? What's it like when you're out there? You picked as a bowl, but you're out there, you got to go on bat. Yeah. Were you, is there, was it's, there a particular moment where you're just going, oh, jeez, yeah, where you had to like, you had to stick around? Yeah. Uh, or face, uh, or face and like <laughs> 150. Yeah. yeah. Mate, we Fun just we just need you to hang around here yeah. and let the man yeah. at the other end. You're going to get bounced, mate. <laughs> mate we need you. There's not too many sports, right, where you uh, there's a big, like, you know, you might see in AFL, say Buddy Franklin uh, up against the midfielder, but it doesn't very rarely happens that you get so much of a mismatch or, you know. <laughs> but in cricket, yeah. like your number 10 wouldn't bat... 11 in your fifth grade team, right? But he's out there against Jofra Archer, who's just hit Steve Smith, the world's best batter, clear in the throat, like fucking hell. And then you've got to walk out next, like Gary Lyon, who, as I said, probably is not batting, you know, in your top six in a shy's park team. It's like, this is not right. This is not fucking fair. That's a good point. Yeah, all the sport doesn't, it, it yeah. doesn't marry up like that, you know? Um, and sometimes it feels like that. You're like, I can't. I fucking can't spell spin, let alone try and pick which way Yassir Shah's going to bowl it out there. You know, like in away Ashwin and all that. So it is a bit daunting. So they try and break it down for the tail enders. Your job, you know, it might be to face thirty balls. So it's really basic shit. Whereas okay. Steve Smith's sort of seen, you know, numbers and algorithms. We're just sort of seeing like survive, like put a pad and a bat and your elbow and your body. And oh, so that's what they'll say: thirty balls. What might be to build a partnership? You know, get to okay. So we have three, two partnerships of hundred plus, one of seventy-five, two of fifty. They'll right? break so it the down. Like, yeah, that's and, what and, we uh, need. Well, 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 you tick them off at the end of a game. You're not going to get them all all the time. Of like in England, you know, but. If you tick off all of them, generally, when you look at the end of the game, you're like, oh, right, we've, ticked off. we've won a game of cricket. Right. Okay. Um, so in India, when I was there, it was like face 30 balls. So it's like I'm, I'm the spud going out to bat with someone generally probably is good. If I can face 30 balls, that means there's a pair. If they're faced half of those, we've faced 60. That means we've probably put on 25. So you're contributing, right? Right. Even though you might have only got yeah, three, yeah. which was oh, most of the so time. You look at it more as like the, partnership. The partnership. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you, and that's how you'd sort of try and you know break it down. And then you you know so if I'm batting with Starkey, who strikes at 90, percent he just needs someone to hang around with him. So yeah. my job is not. You know, it may not necessarily be that. It's just hang around. Or if, you know, you've got a first innings lead, deteriorate the pitch. You have to try and get some small wins, you know. Can you like, remember, like, the best shot you've ever played? Where you just go, like, whether it's in test cricket or where you just go, like, oh, mate, 
the most you know, memorable shot. Absolutely yeah. fucking crazy. I got that I one. got off the I got off the mark in a sh- my debut shield game was a pull shot for six. Like oh. first my first You pulled for Jack, six. Yeah, pull, I've got I pulled for six. Yeah and off the chin. Yeah. As like, yeah, as a, as and I was picked as a spinner, I'm like, fuck oh, I could be Steve Smith here. Then, nah. No, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, Jamie Cox, who was at uh Gully, I remember him walking past, he was like, you know, nice nice shot. So that's probably my most Memorable. Got out for 10, though. Yes, good. The podcast this week is brought to you by The Mailbag. Spring Carnival is here again. The team at The Mailbag are our trusted source of betting information. They are the home of accountable and late mail betting advice, and it's delivered to you via their betting app. That's right, Tom. You will receive a detailed betting plan, plus a report on the key runners from the mounting yard five minutes before every race. We've signed up, and the results are... Astounding. It's accountable, independent betting advice. Head to themailbag.com.au forward slash hello sport and get a free week or month with any product purchased. The podcast this week is brought to you by Bareback Biltong. Bareback Biltong is made from grass-fed Aussie beef. Their original and smoked chili flavors are sure to get your taste buds punting and dribbling. Bareback's very first creation, the original collection, provides the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more. The perfect salt blend, coupled with Bareback's secret ingredients, allows it to be a huge favourite. Cold smoke for six hours using the unique Bareback method. Their smoked chilli is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoked collection. The simple oaky flavour, heightened by the addition of their secret spices, provides a truly rare and... Delicious flavour. Now, special offer for the punters and dribblers who listen to Hello Sport. You go to www.barebackbiltong.com.au and put in the promo code Hello Sport. That's one word, capital H and a capital S, and you'll get a discount on your Biltong. And that Biltong, Eddie, is delivered across the country. <laughs> so Tommy was telling me before, you've, ta- you've taken 12 far. Yeah. Where was that? Was that in pack? Why have we not started the interview with that fucking question. <laughs> that, I've got a good hour and a half on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we cut it out yeah. and put it at the top. Of yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Run you through them if yeah. you like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so where, where was it? That was in the subcontinent. It was, yeah. No, it was funny, yeah. I think I was actually out having a few beers a week ago and a guy was like, ah, the only reason you got 12 wickets in India is because they fucking, you know, tampered with the ball and I'm like mate we didn't have time I'd, I'd rolled them in you know an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> we'd set them off to get the you know the 90 grit sandpaper yeah. they come back the team was bowled out so it's fine mate I've done my job yeah. is it a good feeling getting the, getting the baller giving it away as I said like I was in that game um, and we batted first we made 270 on an absolute shit tip the wicket was like you 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 would have called it off in third grade shies. Like, it was that bad. Um, <laughs> Ravi Shashi came out as a commentator and said, you know, this wicket has domatitis. Like, that's, that's how it looked. It looked like there was something not quite right with the wicket. And um, I was like, shit, I'm half a chance here. <laughs> and the beauty was is that everyone was spinning the ball like this, like Jadeja Ashwin was spinning the ball big. Yeah old sock the reason that I'm there is can't fucking spin the ball like you know at all so these guys are doing it and they're all playing for spin so you know the ball's pitching on middle 
going like that all game, and then I'm coming in, I'm pitching off stump and hitting mid. I'm angling the ball in like this is not meant to happen. It's like <laughs> the equivalent to a shame on googly, except you know I'm bowling finger spin and we don't bowl googlies, and that is just junk. So there's a skill when you're meant to be able to spin the ball on a on a, a spinning wicket and you can't. And uh, fucking twelve wickets later, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for coming. Man. Yeah, so it was it was a great feeling. I had nine overs, I was none for 40, and I remember coming off at lunch and Darren Lehman was just like fuming. Like We'd made 270 and I bowled nine overs for 40. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to lose this to test here. This is the first test. This is embarrassing. Every, every other spinner's bowled amazingly well and I'm like, it's like Pac-Man around the, the training, the, the sheds, because I'm trying to avoid him and everyone else that has any, <laughs> assumes any power, spin bowling coach, head coach, and I'm like fucking ducking under here, like don't make eye contact. Anyway, just he zeroes in and gets me and he's like, mate, you've, that is that is that is junk. Uh, you got to bowl like how you did in the fucking nets. I don't know how you do that, but you need to start doing that. Um, so it's you know it's already sixty five degrees in Pune. It's just gone up to ninety five, and I'm just yeah. Because Buff rips India. In the right way. Yeah, like, okay. So it was it's completely not like appropriate. It was. It right, was junk. I was right. bowling half follies. I was bowling full tosses. And it was just like, fuck. Like, I, I just felt out of my depth. And he sort of said that. So I grabbed our spin bowling coach and I, w- I went out and bowled in the middle, which you're actually not allowed to do. But I was like, fuck it. I, I need to get this right. So I grabbed him. And it's 45 degrees. I've already bowled not. And I'm like, I need to get this right. Yeah. And then changed my action. Steve Smith changed me around to the other end. And, and, and the first one was just an absolute gift. It was... Uh, KL Rahul run down the wicket and he was like he he was he'd been sledging me all game saying oh shit and I'm like oh, I know mate. <laughs> <laughs> but so, is, that, is, is that what he's saying? Oh, he's, he's just like yeah you know you're, you're way out of you know yeah just into you and I'm like sort of feel and then he ran down the wicket and his ego got the better of him and he hit one down. Dave you want to throat long off bowling in the twelfth over of the test and I've got a fucking long off a long on long mid like I've got five blokes on the bench. <laughs> I'd have five blokes outside of the ground if I could. Like, yeah, and then yeah, just got one, and then one just turned into six, and then the second innings was exactly the same. Um, and then if the series had ended there, that would have been fucking good, but it didn't. And <laughs> when you when you drag the spin coach into the like, you know, fucking we're going into the middle. Mm. Like, is he picking up on something you're doing wrong? Because you know you say you're bowling half pack, half track pies and shit. Nah, he's, he's, it's like a, how does he get you yeah, to change your perception of yourself? Yeah, it's good, good question. Uh, I think on game day you can't really fight what you got on game day. Like if you're starting to worry about technique, then you've lost the battle because then you're worrying internally. He's like, mate, just you know, just like how, how, where's your perfect ball landing? How you see yourself getting him out, which I love, and that's what he was about. He's just trying to make me feel good because, mm. as I said, I, I was trying to fucking hide, you know, and it was hard. Um, but yeah, they're about. And then when you finish the game, then you go to technical stuff. You're like, right, okay, well, you, you weren't engaging this side of your body, or you weren't doing this, or in my case, you weren't fucking spinning it. You know, like, <laughs> if you could answer that, mate, that's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so when Mitch Johnson, mm. who's obviously a great, but when he changed his run up halfway through mm. an over almost. Yep. And Steve Smith did the same with his batting, yeah. Like, where yeah. does that, what's going yeah. on there? To do it, yeah, I yeah. think. Do you know what I mean? I think, yeah, I, I, I completely understand. So you know, you don't want to, as I said, you don't want to blame technique for getting it right. But if you're doing the same thing, like over and over, it's not having success. You've got to change, and yeah. you hope that in in your skill set, you've got a, a, a little bit of range where you can go right. All right, all right, we've got to run in quicker. We've got to bowl wider at the crease. We've got to bowl in tighter. We've got to come over the wicket, right? So you, you, you basically go through and tick them all off until you find one that sticks. And then once mm. it sticks, you go, right, okay, that's working. 
let's hit it, you know. Yeah. And for me, on that day, it was I was trying to bowl in my head over the top of the ball where I should have been bowling a lot more round arm, which, you know, doesn't make sense to a lot of people because that's all they think I bowl. But in my head, I was like, all right, that's... And what sort of degree change is that um, in your action? Oh, for me, it's it's really big. Like, you know, it's like sort of going out here, which I haven't bowled since I was a kid. So that it's like, much. Well, well, the viewers can't see. Well, maybe yeah, well, we can. Well, if the camera, if we... Yeah. So, uh, yeah. More just round to arm, round midnight arm sock. to bloody yeah, mid, two. That's right. There, there you, you go. go. If you had to tell it, <laughs> if, if you had to tell a kid, it would be like in your own head going from there to there. Yeah. That would be more effective. And, yeah, it, it in that situation, it worked out. So you do. You just, you're just ticking it off until something... If it doesn't stick, then you... You know, you're on your own, basically. What's India like? I actually really love it. For six weeks that I'm there, I love it. Like, if you'd been there in the 70s when the guys had to go, it, fuck, it would have been hard. Why is that? Why, why? Well, just because it was... There was no food control. Like, actually, people have written books, like, you know, cockroaches would be dancing on their food. Oh, shit. You know, shit. they'd be waking up in the middle of the night. Like, it's just horrible. You know, access to fundamentals that we get here or take for granted, they never yeah, got. Right. Whereas here, like, we're in seven-star hotels, which yeah. you could get lost in. If you find a hair in your bed in a hotel, you're like, oh, fuck this, this place, is, dude. This, this is bullshit. Get me bullshit. out of here. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> Test over two or over. What is seven, <laughs> seven times? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you could, yeah, you could, you're, you're just so well looked after. Uh, every trip, we, we had our own uh, planes that you'd fly over. You'd fly with the Indian team, the media, and everyone on a plane. You really treated. You fly wait with the same team on yeah, but on a plane that's just designed for both teams. So, so no one else. Yeah, well, like I can't imagine how the Indian side could fly any other way, mate. They'd they be mobbed to death. Gods, right? gods, absolute gods. It's different. The, the world over there is completely different. It's 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 just like there's nothing that really compares here. It'd be almost like if you were married at first sight times a million in Australia, like walking down the street, that's is probably the equivalent I'd give you to an Indian, to V-Rack Coley. I don't know, how do I, how do I conceptualise this yeah. for you? Is no, that's pretty Aussie? close, dude. I think that's, I think that's right. Uh, is the only Aussie that gets it is, is Binger? Is Binger get it? Binger's, yeah. Like in India, yeah, yeah. In India. Oh, all the cricketers over there get it. So like, even the Australian cricketers, you, like, you guys are also... Mate, you get people who come up to your room who will be like, you know, you know, uh, Mr. Smith, you know, please one shirt, one autograph, one this, and that'll be their job is to clean your room or whatever it is. And they're, but they're, they're also yeah, they they just in, and it's yeah, it's kind of cool. The first week you're there, it's yeah. like, oh, this I'm feeling really good. Yeah. Then by the end of it, when you you know you're just trying to you know cut a loaf in the in the in the shitter and someone's banging on your door for a t-shirt yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean I've only, got, alone. I've only got the one on my back bro do you want it like just get away from me you just lost two tests in a row and yeah you're taking your I'm shirt I'm gonna have off. to sign the toilet paper with shit I don't have a pen <laughs> that's how it gets by the end of it yeah. you're, you're a bit off it um, but you know, it, uh, all in all, it's a, it, it is a gorgeous place. It's a new experience. I think six weeks is probably my amount of time that I love <laughs> over there. Yeah. But you know, guys like Steve Waugh and those guys who've travelled there religiously, you know, love it, and I can understand why. Have you? Did you play in the IPL? Yeah. No. It, uh, oh, geez, that's that's a cleverly that's a worded question. question. <laughs> I got. I, I went over in 2012. Got picked up by um, uh, the Kochi Tuskers. Uh, for the paltry amount of 20,000 US, which I thought at the time in 2012, this is, I've made it. This is my time to shine. For how many weeks? Is it two months? Six weeks, yeah, six, six to eight weeks. weeks. And um, cut a long story short, I didn't play a game 
I the game that I was meant to play, I got gastritis because I drank about half a bottle of whiskey on the last night and got admitted to hospital. Oh shit! Um, so I had, gas, I had gastritis, and then so I missed the last game, and then my room bill uh, came to about eight thousand nine hundred US. <laughs> Because I tried to alpha mail it, the yeah, nah, nah, yeah, alpha mail it. <laughs> On the last night, pick up the room bill, which I thought was 890, didn't get the rupees right, but I paid for all the boys to get pissed in the hotel. And that cost me 89. The team folded. Um, uh, so we only got paid 40%, which was seven grand. So my, I'm actually the only person that's been to the IPL and lost money. <laughs> oh, so I come home, I come home, yeah, with a hole in my stomach uh, and maybe a fucking precursor of a lesson why I shouldn't drink so much, but <laughs> I clearly didn't take it on board. And then, uh, yeah, didn't play a game, but I was over there. I was over there. Holy I can say I, 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 I experienced it, yeah. Is it a, is it a big deal? The IPL, huge, we yeah. hear about it. We're like, oh yeah, mm. he signed fucking million dollar contracts, million dollar US for mm. six weeks' work. Mm. Just ridiculous, mm. right? Mm. But I don't watch it, right? Yeah, I don't know what it's about. Is it? Is it just? Does the coal country stop? Yeah, it's. I mean, you got what do you got? One point two, one point three billion people in India, Mental. and yeah, and, unfathomable and numbers. They are like you just go to a training session to get on your bus, and there'll be hundreds of people like lined up with security, like just wanting to get a glimpse of Dave Warner, get yeah. a glimpse of, I don't know, Brendan McCullum, you mm. know, or Rohit Sharma, or people that we wouldn't have even heard of who are local domestic players in India. They are just queuing up to see him. And it's, you know, it's it's cool, but it's surreal. It's not real. Like you just, yeah. you're over there and like, this isn't real. This is not. This is, a, this is a moment. Yeah, that's this right. Is, and then you, yeah, and you come like... home and you're like you're standing out the front of Big W and like, why are these people don't know who the fuck I am? It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like I don't know how Coley and and bloody oh know, yeah, man, and yeah, that's Tendulka right. Yeah, and, the yeah. Big and well, they do this. There's famous... Donny and shit. Do <laughs> but it, then do you yeah. sort of see things like like Tanduka? Oh, sorry, Coley, where you sort of like it almost seems like they. Uh, they lose touch a little bit with oh, sort of, and you know, like yeah. Coley's Instagrams, where like he's like repping Puma and he's like just dancing for some like behind the scenes. But, thing. Like, but he's like the Rock, right? You know, yeah. Rock's a great guy, but like you can tell he's lost touch with reality. with reality. Absolutely. Where they're doing their Instagram posts, the the Rock is a personal favorite of mine and Eddie's. Where he'll put up an Instagram, and it's just like this beaming smile with these fake white teeth. And he's like, "Just want to thank the fans. You're all so great. <laughs> just toasting you with a tequila. This is a great, we're just a good business." And you're like, "What the fuck yeah, is this? Like, what are you? you you've completely it. Yeah. lost it. Yeah, just yeah, lost yeah. touch, right? Yeah, and uh, uh, I'm going to record that when you guys are in five years' time. When you guys are just you veneered know, yeah. up. The, 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 <laughs> 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 yeah, thanks to the yeah, followers yeah, and yeah, all this yeah, yeah. And Putters the, and the dribblers and, uh, the, and the rocks in here. Yeah. <laughs> I've had work from the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got the same dentist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, they do, and I get it because they are like they just they are like like it, it is unbelievable how a V-Rat Coley gets treated over there, but also needs to be treated. He can't. Like he, he just can't engage with anyone that's outside of his. Circle. It's unrealistic for him to really try and be that's normal right. because and it's too hectic. Yes. It's and way that, too hectic. And you know, I met him when he was the first a kid, and he came out in the academy, and he was under 19s. Um, oh, really? So when he was when he was a young yeah, a young kid, yeah. And he came out, and we were, t and I I was like, mate, I am I am 
you know, he was a gun then. And Did I, you know about him then? Yeah, and I, I was, like, reasonably good mates with him. Like, I would pick him up in the airport in our, uh, our white minivan. Like, when the team came in and he had to travel interstate, I'd go and pick him up. And so just so, just the, they'd come here, he'd come they'd out come, here to train. Yeah, a lot of the players would come out here to the academy. They'd take the top six kids from under 19 level, and then you'd go up to Brisbane at the academy, and they you'd play, and you'd also play a, a, a tournament, which was called the Emerging Players Tournament. You'd play New Zealand, South Africa, India. And these guys had like proper teams. You know, you'd have the Suresh Rainers, the Rohit Sharmas, the oh, Virat Kohlis, uh, the fast bowlers, the Bhuvanesh Kumars. These guys who played international cricket now who were absolutely bossing it. And Virat was one of them. And that's where Davey Warner and Virat met each other and that like I remember Davey Warner knocking him over in a game bowling leggies and they were just abusing each other off the field and it was, it was like that's fucking so cool so always been oh yeah and, but Davey's always been that guy and that's yeah. what I love about him yeah. but you know I remember driving him to go and get some shoes you used to be able to get half price ASIC shoes right and he's like sock come on man you can take us to go get these shoes right and I'm like yeah yeah I'll drive us so I took him to the ASICS factory and we'd get these $200 shoes for 100 bucks because ASICS was the you know the the way to go. Yeah. Um, and then you know you fast forward eight years and or whatever however long it is, and I'm playing the Test series over there, and I you know I open up, you know the the Indian paper, and it's Virat Kohli who's just signed a twenty million dollar a year deal with Puma. You know, yeah, they're paying him now to get the shoes. Jesus. And I I saw him, and I'm like, mate, like what? I used to, any chance of some shoes? And <laughs> you know he was like. Oh, I, I, I'll see what I can do, Steve. Oh. <laughs> was like, you got no. Oh, yeah, you yeah. got no. He was good, yeah, yeah. By Virat Kohli. I was like, that's pretty cool, yeah. A Nabra from Virat Kohli. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I, in its own. I, well, did, well, did he get you the shoes? No. Nah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no. He got no. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. As soon yeah. as he said, I can, I'll see what I can do. As a young kid, even when he came out here, is he already on decent money? Or is it not? Like, not, not, no, not from huge. India. I think they used. To, he used to tell me they'd play some sort of private T Twenty games where you might get a few thousand. Like talking um, comparatively to what they are now, like I don't know. Like he'd be what fifty million plus a year. I think they sell their media Mental. rights. And like he's selling tampons for bloody, you know, like he's yeah. basically like he, <laughs> you go over there. They on, don't give a fuck no, what they no, promote. No. There is no, it's well, like it's right. just they're on everything. Yeah, and you go over there. They're on the billboards. They're on every TV ad. They have well, that's fifty thing. dedicated channels to cricket, and then one will be to the people that post comments on Twitter about cricket. And the, well, how many? Well, that's the thing as well. Like you know, you go to the US, it's maybe a, it's what a fifth of the population. Or a third at least. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. And they and there's and there's millions of megastars over there, right? Yeah. In India, it's all cricket and that's all anyone watches. It so is, you, yeah. you might be like one or two or yep. three. You know, Kohli, Tendulkar, Dhoni. Yep. And that's all the megastars. So yeah. like on a country of one point one billion or one up whatever it is, you're yeah. like one of three legit blokes. It's yeah. so ridiculous. must be getting paid. Astronomical. But just ridiculous. We are in the east. We're in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, and how fucking good is that? That's it, right? That's it. That's it. You're you're having a nice, beautiful sip of a frothy, coffee. Coffee. (laughs) I'm pretty happy. You're dead right. Yeah, you're dead right. Um, So, what are you doing with yourself nowadays? Are you still? Playing for New South Wales, are you playing? Yeah. What's uh, no, still playing for the Blues? Fucking, I, I don't know how, but I'm hanging on. Thirty-five. Yes. I'm just, I'm yes. just, I still want, you know, I Wickets. still want people to know who I am. Fuck you know, yeah, remember me, sort of shit. So um, you'll be? Are you looking at the state? 
Yeah, four day uh, side. Yeah, year. four day side and T20 stuff. I yep. mean, it's pretty easy to roll out. You got twenty four balls in a in a in a T twenty. That's game. pretty. That's pretty nice, isn't it? Fucking that's easy. pretty good it cricket. Is easy. You can really roll over, spit them out your ass, and sort of end up with the same result. Yeah, as, as other bash. people. Oh, so yeah, six is big yeah, bash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a uh, we had a two K time trial uh, yesterday, which I was telling you blokes about, and uh, first time ever in my career, I was coming down the last hundred and uh, popped both my calves. <laughs> And it was, I thought, I fucking got this. Pull the hammer down, and then they just both exploded. Oh, and I ended up finishing like Jane Savile in the 2000 Olympics. It was just tears. It was mate, it was confusion. I think people are trying to often help you finish, oh, or they just let him get his time. Like, he needs to finish. The Jane so, Savile thing was traumatic for the nation. So uh, I'm glad I wasn't there. It was for the uh, the uh, under-12 sports carnival that was, you know, after it was Watching this old man sort of grapple his way around the oval um, in tears at, you know, nine o'clock in the morning. I'm sure it would have seemed a bit confusing. Fuck, so they both popped. Both. And I went, uh, guys, like, Does one, take, is, it, is, it, is it a meteor? Is one popped and you go, fuck, left, and then left went, and I just sort of tried to ignore it, and then I went right, and I'm like, fuck, that's good, and then it's just running up. Like, it's honestly, you've got nowhere to hide. Is there a moment where you're afraid to admit what's happened yeah. to everyone? Like, yeah. you've both yeah. my calves are I'm 100 out after a trip. I'm 35, <laughs> and I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, a, that's my conversation with my parents. I think I was, I was doing reasonably well. You need to get under 7.30, and I still finished with two blown-out calves at 7.15. So... That's a green tick, right? But when in a game of cricket do you ever need to fucking run, you know, a two k? No one runs two k. Like we're not, we're not middle distance runners. No. But does he do it? Like he, he, two k's consistently. You'd have to look at how far he runs. Yeah, he'd run a long way. But he would. You run. You might run. 14Ks in a game of cricket, which they say, but not 2Ks not a time trial where you're running 3 minute 30Ks where you're at high speed for yeah, that long. Yeah, that's true. And that's sort of, you know, it's an aerobic test. Anyway, well, I'm, I'm, just, I I'm just poking. Say, what I always say, and you may agree with this off, mm. off the mm. back of the comments about the 2K, where did the where did the beep test go? Yeah, what did you do on your beep I test? I love the beep test, right? That's oh, what thank you. Said. That's what we yeah. want. That's the That's, that's the a true measure. That's where you it. can line up next to someone and yeah. go, what have you Yeah, I've got one metre less than that cone. Hope that And I can compare myself to my dad. You know what I mean? Dad did the beep test. Yeah, you know, He was a 15-3 man. Well, I'm a 15-4. I'm bringing it back. I reckon I'm bang on with the beep test. That noise has haunted me for a long time. Particularly in cricket, right? What's the beep test over 20 metres? Probably pretty Bang similar on. to a... To a, to a pitch? You're, pre- you're preaching to the converted here. Do you oh, remember what your best was in a beep? I, I reckon I, I, there was a two in front of it. So 2.1. <laughs> 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 I think it was... Uh, I think it was... Yeah, I got to 20 or 21. In, oh. my, in my peak, right. In my peak, yeah. I was running... Uh, you know, couldn't bowl a hoop down a hill, but I could fucking run. And uh, that's pretty. Funny. And now so, I can't. Now I can't run. Yeah. That's elite beep though. That's that elite beep. It was. That's Mate, good was stuff. On our, and our, and on, I don't on our beep. That's a, no. That's the that's top. Number one. That's a, you're, you're the top on our board of beep. I'd love to do. It. Why can't we do that? That'd be a good podcast. Let's let's line up the yeah, the let's, beep. Let's, well, I'd, I'd do a beep test with you. I like. definitely. I maxed out at twelve at my most fit I've ever been, my and that was eighteen. Twelve. Doesn't it start at twelve? No, eight? no. It, it starts, starts at, at eight. You start walking after like uh, you've got to start running to after eight. Yeah. So <laughs> I did. I did. I think I did eleven in primary school, but. <laughs> <laughs> there is, yeah, yeah, look, I mean, my reputation precedes me. All right, I'm not a, I'm yeah. not a high beeper. Be, yeah, yeah, but absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's, uh, there's another one they do now, the yo-yo, which is similar to the beep. Yes, we've yeah, heard about the that, yo-yo, and then you walk around, and you, there's a recovery time. So your beep test is like bang, bang, and then you walk up and start. 
the yo-yo is like you've got to hit a cone, come back, and then you recover, walk 10 metres, start, go again. Okay. But does it involve a portable stereo where that you've got the music? You need a CD on. I need a CD. Level 7. Could you imagine selling that CD? It's literally just like 25, 30 minutes of a beep. I want to interview a beep. Test sales. No, dude, Some we need to run school trying to flog the CD. No, bro, we need to record our own beep test CD. That's all we, we need to get. Just <laughs> this is where suck yeah. got to. Yeah, level level twenty one. This is the suck. Get a life. <laughs> oh fuck, that's funny. Uh, yeah, uh, mate. Well, look, thank you very much for coming on and having a yarn with us, man. Yeah, really good. appreciate it. Um, and I mean, there's not a whole lot of say. This has been the Nabra podcast where Nabra, we've. Yeah. Is, you, know what, uh, you know what? Is 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 all those wrongs have been. Right. <laughs> They've been. Which, right. which wrongs are we talking about? Just with you personally? Oh, no, pure, no, 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 no. This is. Our internal <laughs> monologue of like, where we feel yeah, like. Good, you know, yeah, so, like, we look at it, you know, how do I get out of bed when Sock won't even talk Mate, mate, you've been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Cheers, man. I appreciate it. Cheers, boys. Could you two just not talk anymore?